I'm Dr. Yishan, a board-certified sleep psychologist. I'm wearing a dancing costume today. And because today I want to talk about the relationship between sleep and dance. A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options. So I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia. I've been dancing this Tibetan dance for the past year with a group of female doctors. I've been tracking my sleep data continuously. What I found is every time I went for this two hour long dance practice, after I got home, I sleep much better that night and the day after. And especially I fall asleep faster. I have longer deep sleep, sometimes even longer REM sleep. Just overall seems like less weakening at night and better sleep quality. So I'm very curious, is this true for many other people? Why is it? So I dig into the literature. What I find is some small sample research and actually do link dancing with better mental, physical health and better sleep. So let me share some of the research with you. One study published in 2015, they find 14 older adults, okay? Seven of them are assigned to a dance therapy group. Seven of them are assigned to no dance group. So what this dance therapy involves actually is 18 dance sessions spread out for six different weeks. And they need to go to dance three times per week. Within each dance therapy session, at the beginning, it's 10 minutes warm up. At the end, it's five minutes cool down. In between, it's 30 minutes of different type of dancing movement involves some stretching, some Arabic movements. So really help them to move around, to really dance. Then at night when they sleep, there is a bad sensor to track their sleep for several months. What the data found actually is very interesting. So for those people who complete the dance therapy sessions, they have less restlessness during sleep. So that means they rest better during sleep than those elders who are not in the dance group. Similarly, another study published in 2021 by a group of Sweden researchers. They studied 10 patients with Parkinson's disease, assigned them to a weekly dance group for 12 weeks. So what they find is their sleep definitely improved. But more than that, these patients find themselves more happy, they can move better, and they can focus better during the daytime. And they find that this group gave them this togetherness, this belonging, this structure of their daytime. So they actually boost their own self-esteem and they find that life is more enjoyable and more meaningful. So you see, just a group dance program can bring so much change 
to someone's life, not just the sleep health concept, but also this social interaction concept, right? And also you dance and you learn from the beginning, not know much until you are able to complete a dance movement. And that brings a lot of self-confidence, self-care, self-support. So I think dancing, no matter you dance by yourself or dance in a group, it can bring a lot more to your life than regular exercise. But I think it's still a part of exercise. So it definitely have a lot of great health benefit. Then how sleep impact dancing? There is another study, studied a group of professional dancers find that if they can sleep better, sleep more before their dance performance, they actually can perform much better. However, in reality, not only among professional dancers, but also among those college dancers, before a big performance, they are really worried, they practice really hard, they actually are losing their sleep, which can bring, uh, can lead to some health consequences. So um, hopefully we are able to enjoy the benefits of dancing, but try to still maintain and prioritize sleep at the same time. So because dance is a type of exercise, Actually, there are a lot of more research showing the relationship between exercise and sleep. Let me share some with you. So some research find moderate level of exercise or more than that actually can help us fall asleep faster, have less night weakenings, and we even feel less sleepy during the daytime. Similar to what I find in my own sleep data. Basically, if you exercise more during the day, you sleep better at night. So it improves your overall sleep quality. Second, if you exercise regularly, especially those Arabic exercise, it actually can help us reduce symptoms of sleep apnea, right? So if you cannot breathe very well during your sleep, and by exercise, it actually helps, especially regular exercise. There also research shows regular exercise can help you reduce the uh, weight. The reduced body weight already can indirectly help ease the symptom of sleep apnea. The third is actually exercise can help us reduce stress. There's some research among like college students find if they do more exercise before their tests, their test-related stress actually got reduced. And you can imagine, of course, with less stress, they possibly can sleep better. And if they can sleep better and allow themselves to sleep a little bit more, their test performance actually could increase. So it's a very positive loop. It's all connected. Right. But I want you to be very cautious about this. So if you want to exercise, try to do it during the daytime or try to do it as far away from the bedtime as possible. Because if you exercise right before the bedtime and it's intense exercise, 
then you may find your core body a uh, core body temperature goes up, and that actually make sleep very difficult to happen. We do need a little bit lower core body temperature in order to fall asleep easier. So if you want to exercise and you don't have time during the daytime, try to leave at least two to three hours between the exercise and your bedtime. So overall, I think whether you choose to dance or not, does not matter, right? Find something you really like and you are interested in doing. So that way it's not a suffer. It's not something you have to do. For example, personally, I don't like jogging. I don't like boring, like a individual type of exercise, but I like group exercise. So if there's any social context, so I can connect with other people while doing some uh, exercise, some kind of things to make me jump around and move around, I'm okay with it. And that actually helped me enjoy the moments, enjoy the thing I do, and at the same time, keep me healthy. So I think if you find this type of exercise you really enjoy and keep on doing those, then good night of sleep will come to you naturally. You don't need to force it. You just live a healthier lifestyle, and then a lot of other things are going to happen around it. Do you dance or do you do any type of exercise? Have you noticed any link between your own exercise and your own sleep? If you do, please leave a message. Let me know. I'm Dr. Yishan. If you have problems with insomnia and you need this kind of intervention, please feel free to check out my insomnia online course. I have one in Chinese, one in English. You can find them on my website at deepintosleep.co slash course. So I'm Dr. Yishan. I will see you next time. Bye. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently. And there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk. And our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed.